The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. And there are neighborhoods, keep in mind, where mama is too scared to walk to the bus station to take the bus to go find a job. There are children who live in neighborhoods where they have to study in a closet because they can't turn the lights on at night for fear that a gunshot will go through their windows. Next on Life Today, founder of Operation Blue Shield, Tony Brinker Pickens, shares her mission to build unity and safety in troubled communities. joining us. I'm Betty and this is James. Yeah, and we've got, you know, I don't know how many of you are familiar with people who just talk and people are kind of captivated. And especially when they've been successful at meeting needs. Uh, if you've ever listened to T. Boone Pickens talk about energy and other things, let me, let me just go ahead and tell you, he really knows what he's talking about. He can really help us correct some problems. Really have a lot of respect for him. Love to hear him talk about his childhood and the incredible principles that impacted his life forever. We, we like that a lot. Well, he married uh, a little blonde <laughs> that was married to a very successful man and became the widow of uh, Norman Brinker, who uh, did all the incredible restaurants that you appreciate. And so, as a widow, well, Boone thought this is a pretty good opportunity. And they got married, and we had the privilege of spending some time with him in the presence of the Lord in a beautiful place. Uh, where some of their friends just said, let's just come and let's just talk about the things of God. And uh, he married this lady, and uh, Tony became his wife, and she's with us. And we really became friends because we had a common concern for this great nation and for all of you. You may say, wealthy people don't care about us. Well, I think you're wrong. There are a lot of them we care deeply, and one of them is Tony Brinker Pickens. Would you welcome Tony to life today? Tony. Thank you. Glad you're Thank here. You. We, we started praying together, and i got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm shocked at where God took you. You are concerned about the urban community, about the inner city. You're concerned about racial minorities that so often are not only overlooked, they're perhaps hurt. But they also don't seem to have opportunity that you wish with all your heart they had. And you become really concerned about the tension between one of the only sources of help and a secure, meaningful future that they could ever have, and that's law enforcement, that's the police. And somehow in your prayer closet, you came up with Operation Blue Shield. So I want you to tell the viewers all over America and all over the world, I'm gonna ask you first off, how did this even come to you? Why did it come to you? Why did you care? Uh, well, I'll start in December of last year. Boone and I were in New York. He was giving a speech. And while we were there, I saw people marching down the street. And I, as they got closer, I could hear what they were saying. Um, what do you want, dead cops? When do you want them right now? And I actually thought maybe I had misunderstood what they were saying. But I turned on the TV and found out that I was correct. Uh, we left. 
and we were back within another week and I saw not the same marchers, different marchers, same message. So I came back home and I called our police chief and I said, Chief, um, I can't sit back anymore. As a citizen, I have to stand up, speak out and do something to help you. And Chief Brown said, in 31 years, I don't remember just a citizen calling me and saying, I want to help. Mm. Then he said, what are you going to do? I said, I don't have the foggiest clue. I'll call you back and hung up the phone. <laughs> so mm. I called our mayor and I said, um, Mike, Dallas, Texas and the state of Texas, we need to do something about this. We need to show the rest of the country that we, are, we can come together. We have to turn this national narrative of hate around before someone gets killed. And of course, people have been killed on both sides of the issues. Um, he said the same thing, what are you gonna do? I said, I, I don't have the faintest idea, I will call you back. And again, I hung up. So I contacted a firm called Ad Giants. They did in something very true and dear to me, the I want my baby back, baby back rib <laughs> campaign. <laughs> and I thought, there oh, I go. like this. <laughs> and then they also do the Coca-Cola ad where you see the snowman going down the hill yeah. and they mm -hmm. get to the bottom and they hold up a Coca-Cola. And I thought, we need something that's feel good. We need something that unites. We need something that kind of touches the children in us because that's where the goodness starts. So through the Christmas season, we worked and we came up with Operation Blue Shield. And we launched on February 16, 2015, a most appropriate day that happened to be President's Day. And we launched saying, um, here is an organization and our sole purpose is to bring communities back to the table to talk. These are communities on both sides of the issue, but the everyday ordinary citizen like you and me and my neighbors and law enforcement, we cannot talk about our problem anymore. It is time for us to do something about the problem. And we can't sit there and cast stones at each other anymore. We need to get in a room, we need to do it consistently, and we need to do it in an environment where people feel safe so they can be heard Issues can be resolved and we can move forward um, because we are at a very, very pivotal point in our country and we need to make something positive happen from the grassroots portion. That means citizens making this country better. And their response? Um, I will tell you the response has been overwhelming. As a matter of fact, um, I have hired a couple of people. I could hire a lot more. I've got volunteers who are coming and saying, uh, we love your message. And our message basically is we're all in this together. So um, even on our, our website, when people go and make donations for many of the things that we are doing, the, the um, what they call swags that they get uh, sent to them individually, now go from the we're all in this together to I'm all in together, uh, with basically means you and I together, we better hold hands and we better find a way to what turn this around. To, I feel like what you're trying to do is to find common ground. I am. You know, I am. because it's okay to have differences. 
but to be able to talk about them and try to find a solution for them. That makes a difference, doesn't it? You do, and you can't mm -hmm. sugarcoat it. No. There are serious yeah. issues on both sides. Um, law enforcement needs to address some issues that are long-standing problems for certain communities. But you, you just can't stand back and heave a bad word here and heave another bad word there. I mean, there is a reason why talking works. Yeah. Um, and there is a reason why positive environments like churches help push, push a message forward a lot quicker than what you might have if you have a group that sits over here and says, well, we have this problem, and one who sits in another part of the city. If they don't get together and talk, there is going to be no progress whatsoever. You've spent time in, uh, in the uh, Baltimore area. I have. You have been uh, there with church leaders. I have. Uh, Harry Jackson, a black leader, uh, who is the uh, Hispanic leader that has Bishop Angel Nunez. And they are just incredible. I'm, I'm real close to Harry and have met Bishop. And they are with you and here locally. Uh, people are with you. The leadership's with you. Mm -hmm. Now, you tell me if I'm summarizing because we've had plenty of conversations. We've, we've been able to meet with different key leaders in the African-American community, inner city, urban community. You've met with the police officers and national and city leaders. You want to see these groups that so desperate need each other. Both of them tend to be afraid of one another. Mm -hmm. Afraid of the police officer, police officer afraid of what's there. Right. Everybody's got an uneasiness because they don't see themselves as friends. They see themselves in an adversarial fashion, which will never bring peace and harmony. You want the inner city, urban community, you want every mother, every person loves her family, every person concerned about their safety, to know the greatest safety shield they have is Blue Shield. And that little pin you've got on is basically saying that with the American flag over. You believe that's the way America is supposed to be, mm -hmm. a place of security and safety, of shelter. Tony, how does Boone feel about this? He's got to be, you got to be proud of where you are, but how does he feel about your vision and your hope? He's 100% behind this. He, he knows the need is there. He sees it. He can see um, the problem very He can see the problem. You know, he, he feels exactly the same way I do. Every person, no matter what our differences are, no matter what our skin color is, no matter where we went to school or where we didn't go to school, no matter whether we had one parent, two parents, or no parents, the most important thing that I have heard from them and the number one issue, once you get past, I feel this way, oh no, I feel this way, once you get past that, they want to save secure place to live. We all do. We all do. So when that happens, just take a mother. I will call her mama. So mama who lives in that neighborhood, and there are neighborhoods, keep in mind, where mama is too scared to walk to the bus station to take the bus to go find a job. Mm -hmm. God bless that woman. I want to help her. There are children who live in neighborhoods where they have to study in a closet because they can't turn the lights on at night for fear that a gunshot will go through their windows. Now imagine us living in that environment. So no matter who you are, if you're young, you grow up and the world is your oyster. But you put yourself in that environment for too long, that, that, uh, that wonderful desire to do well in life in, a, in an environment of fear and an extended environment of fear for a long, long time turns into something else. And that's what we want to turn around right now yeah. because we are all in this together, no matter where we live. But the longer that person stays in there with no hope, 
the, the more your life, my life, and everybody who lives down the street, their lives look better. So you don't want to take that hope and turn it into anger. Um, and so it's this whole mishmash of anger now that's in our country. Some of it is fed by the media. And so we as citizens, we need to take this back on our own because we have the capabilities yes, to do it. Mm -hmm. um, Operation Blue Shield has been endorsed by the House and the Senate, I'm telling you a story here, <laughs> and our governor. And on the day of our uh, endorsement, um, my, some of my greatest and dearest, most wonderful friends who do live in the southern sector of Dallas, they boarded a bus at 4.45 in the morning. They wore blue and yellow, our colors. They drove to Austin to be in the gallery when we mm. received this resolution. They took their children out of school and said, this message of hope, we're safe neighborhoods, lead to an environment where people want to live in them, they want to work hard, get a better place to live, have um, maybe buy a home, maybe open a beauty shop, maybe open a dry cleaners, a barber shop. They now become taxpayers. They become voters. And then that extra revenue goes to the mayor, who now says, this neighborhood is not distressed anymore. I have some more money because I've got the more tax revenues coming in, I get to take that money and put it where? Back into the community that used to be unsafe. So now mama doesn't have to worry about walking to the bus station. Mm -hmm. Now that child can turn the light on at night and he can study. Now that child says, I've got a great school in my neighborhood. I can go to college. And they know the policeman who lives down the street. That's my buddy. So they also be. know when I'm in trouble, that's the person that I want to go see. So let's flip that. Now the police who say, and they're just as scared, believe it or yeah, not, sure they're they trying to protect us. And I, I will tell you, I talked to the community prosecutors in Dallas and I said, what is your greatest need? And they said, and most of these women incidentally um, are smaller than I am. Most of them are African-American, and, and they are the guys who go and knock on the door to get the drug lords mm -hmm. out, to close that house down, to have it removed, mm -hmm. to get those gangs out. Their biggest need at one point in time was bulletproof vests, mm -hmm. and that was a shock to me. So I've got a woman who is going out to tackle a drug lord, and she needs a bulletproof mm -hmm. vest. That kind of wakes you up. So keep in mind. And you wanted them to have them. I want it both sides. Yep. I want both sides to come together. Exactly. Mm -hmm. As a team, mm -hmm. with God's blessing, we can change this mm -hmm. world. If well, you, if you, I'm wait, sorry. Excuse me. What, what? Someone that's watching this said, "I want to be involved in something like that because I want to be. I want to be part of that community that reaches out to those that." Need help. Yeah, and that's what and I was just going to ask yeah. you to do. Give us the website because I feel like people everywhere in all over America, maybe other other nations, you say we need that. So Operation Blue Shield, they've got programs that you can actually show others how to begin to launch this and begin to create the in, the environment and take the right steps. But we'll also learn together in the process. What is the website? The website is www.operationblueshield.com. 
Um, please make a donation. I always tell people, make a donation. Help me help you. It's a tax-deductible donation. If you live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you're not going to want your money to come back to Dallas. You just mark a little X. I would be delighted to write a check and send it to the police department in Milwaukee to put back into these programs. If I may, I'd like to tell you quickly about them. We have um, Operation Blue Shield, what we call Power of One Speaker Series. Um, that is where we bring wonderful pastors together who talk about how important the church is. Because the church is a pivotal point in turning our nation around. Um, and, we, and we have had our Power of One Speaker Series. We're going into our fifth series and we have seen the results of what people have learned when they have come to listen, be educated, and become empowered of working together. Um, we also have church swaps where we will take a pastor from one church and a pastor of another. They will change pulpits, then go back to their congregation and talk about the lessons that they learned. So we call it our um, Operation Blue Shield Church Swap for adults, and we also do children. So we will do the eight, nine, and 10-year-olds, and we will have them swap. So imagine if you are from a uh, predominantly Caucasian church, and you spend Sunday in an African-American church or a Latino church, and then you go back and talk to everyone about what you've learned. We have um, something called Murdoch's Army, and this is a little dog, this big, my husband's dog. <laughs> it's a little papillon. He's six and a half pounds. He rules the world. He does. <laughs> and the way to get children involved, we want them, we want the parents to go to the website, make a donation, get our ribbons, time around the tree, time around your pet, send us a picture. We'll, we'll put it on the internet and we'll get, make sure that, we, you know, ties on an alligator or a snake or whatever. I don't care what it is. Just send it to us. But then once a month, and this will start, I think we're going to start this in January. Once a month, uh, Murdoch will have a lesson. And it might be, how do you cross the street? Or if you see a, a, a policeman and you're scared, this is what you should be doing. So it'll be life lessons that Murdoch will be teaching you. You're going to a lot of trouble. Can you tell she's going to a lot of trouble oh, yes. about to help people? I want you to say thanks to Tony <laughs> for caring about Thank something you. that needs prayerful, compassionate attention. Tony, our viewers, I know, are going to pray for you. I think they're going to help you. When we show them a need, they rejoice to meet it. I want you to look in right now on a situation that only love can change, just what you've been hearing, and you're going to see it up close and personal. This is the last week now that we have an opportunity for you to help us with something very special, as you'll see. Watch closely. 9,000 miles by air and hours in off-road vehicles. Our journey to reach these desperate locations are long, but they pale in comparison to the suffering of those who await us. I'll never get used to what we see here in these remote areas, but when we visit the clinics, we're confronted with the reality of what happens when mission feeding hasn't reached a village.
feel a purpose little kid. I mean, just look at the way she looks at you. I'm struggling. I'm, I'm actually struggling to survive. I'm just struggling to live. You know, and that's what malnutrition does to the body. for this little one and for many, many like her. It doesn't have to come to this. This little girl needs our help. You know, this mama's doing all that she can do with all that she's got. And we can help her. We can help a lot of mothers like this. Don't you want to see that? Don't you want to see these little ones live? Thank you. Well, I just thank God for Jeannie Rogers. You know, Billy Graham's daughter, Ruth, has been, Beth Moore's been many times, Kathy Tricoli. And uh, Tammy Trent, so many men to the to the mission field. Jeannie Rogers, one of the greatest singers that's ever lived, and uh, sang in all our crusades. Jerry Falwell said many times. He said it over and over when she'd sing in a coliseum or up at uh, at his church. Greatest singer on the planet, man or woman, of Jeannie. How does a woman that has sung to millions of people in person? And such a great praise leader. What's she doing over on the mission field? Because that's where we went. And there's a great singer on her face before God holding children. Because the love of God sent her there. And millions of lives have been saved. But only because you heard her heart cry and you answered. You literally extended the hands of God. And Betty, this is our last week. We need to raise enough money to get eight 10-ton trucks. We need another more than 70,000 of those heat-resistant bowls. And, uh, you know, we're looking at over 300,000 for that. Plus, we've got 400,000 children that we've already located that need to be fed so they don't end up in a clinic where they're just fighting for their last breath to get a breath. And I'm believing everyone watching is going to help. I believe it, too. I think your heart was touched as you listened to Jeannie as her heart was broken. You're, you may be sitting there weeping along with her, and that's good. But we've got to do more than weep. We've got to reach out. We've got to make that difference. We've got to get the food to them that these precious mothers want to give their children as, they, as they're watching their life slip out away from them. Please join with us, and let's... Let's get the food to the children. We also need the trucks, James. We need the, the, the transportation to get them there. And we need the bowls so that we can give them to the children. So they, they, they cherish those bowls, mm -hmm. James. Mm -hmm. They hang on to them because they come back and bring them for more food. Well, I'm believing in this last week, we're just going to have a tremendous response and we need to. When you think about the trucks costing, you know, a little over $30,000 a piece and you've got 400,000 kids, you break it down, though. Think about this. For $30, 50 or $100, we can feed three, 
five or 10 children for the next several months. And I would encourage you, I'll always ask, I don't think anybody needs to help you guard your money. I'll always try to get you to expand your hands with love and give. If you could help us take care of 10 children, you make a $100 gift, would you do it? 30 or 50 is gonna be really important to the three or five you help. If you could help us with those trucks, making a gift of a few thousand dollars, maybe you could give a truck. Who knows what God's enabled you to do? I believe you're gonna do it. Go to lifetoday.org, take your bank card, lifetoday.org, you make your gift right there online. Or you can dial the number, take that card, use it like a check, that's how you use those cards. If you make a check, make it to life, but call us and tell us what you're putting in the mail. We need to know because this is the last week. We have some special gifts for you, but you're giving the greatest gift. We want to say thank you. Some people are going to thank you throughout eternity because they've seen the love of God up close and personal. Thank you for sharing it. Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa. And those at greatest risk are the children. Life's Mission Feeding Program is there, able to feed and care for over 400,000 children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. With previous food reserves gone and malnutrition levels in Angola rising due to increased food scarcity, we desperately need to replenish our supplies for our feeding programs immediately. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. Also, please consider an additional gift toward our $316,000 goal to provide eight all-wheel drive trucks and 76,000 new bowls for the children. As our thank you, we'll send you this soft-covered journal Bible featuring the Gospels, Psalms, and Proverbs for your devotional time in the Word. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request the complete Holy Bible Journal Edition, perfect for keeping notes and insights as you read and study. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online. You do know we're sending you the beautiful gifts to help you grow in your spiritual life. The Thomas Kincaid Forest Chapel is a beautiful canvas painting already framed beautifully as it hangs here in our studio. If you can help us in a special way this last week, please do so. And then there again, there is the website, Blue Shield. You see it there. It'll also be online or they can tell you in the prayer center if you want more information. I hope you'll get involved and let's have a healthy community in the urban community and the inner city. And let's have peace with the people and the lawmakers. Would you say thanks to Tony Brinkert Pickens? Tony, we love you. You really did good. First time on television, you said you hit it out of the park. You really did. Thank you so much for your help. Thank all of you. God bless you.
Next week, James and Betty team up with author and pastor Robert Morris and Bible teacher Beth Moore to help you live life fully alive. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.